Welcome to Let's Talk Nerdy. My name is Christian. I am the creative director at Cool Nerds Marketing. And I'm Mike Venezia, digital marketing director at Cool Nerds Marketing. This episode is going to be a little different because we are not in the same space today like normal. We are working from our respective homes. So, uh, you know, the coronavirus has affected a lot of aspects of, of digital marketing. And I mean, really, every business has sort of felt, uh, you know, its impact. But uh, this podcast is no exception. So we are recording from the comfort and safety of our own homes today. Uh Thank goodness for modern technology allowing this to happen. Um, Mike, you're really one of the first people I've talked to in like the last week. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is interesting to see, you know, how kind of together or the ways that people find to come together um, while they have to keep such distance. And even the tool that we're using to record this podcast that you found is amazing. And I'm sure there are a lot of other people hopping on and finding things like this that are allowing, you know, business as usual best they can. So that's kind of what we'll go through today and see how it's affecting our industry directly. The conversation has sort of changed every day, I think, over the last, I'm going to say about two weeks or so, even though, I mean, things have really been going on much longer than that. And it seems like, to me, like the conversation sort of changes every day, especially in regards to how brands and, you know, people in marketing sort of approach the idea of a global pandemic. And, you know, thankfully, it's not something that happens every day. But what that means is, I think when we get to this point, you can sort of see the, like, the scramble of people trying to figure out, you know, how do I cope with this? Or, you know, how do I adjust my messaging, if at all? On the topic of social media, um, you know, I think there's been a lot of conversation and confusion, uh, to be honest, around the question of should brands continue posting as normal? Should they adjust their message? Or how should they adjust their message? Most people fortunately are are adapting to it really well and on the flip side you know it's just interesting to see how everyone is sort of approaching it differently yeah it certainly is and i think that it's it's a good thing to talk about in this podcast because a lot of brands are really struggling right now with you know what do i do and you know everyone has their different opinions and they receive things differently um, but kind of like you said, everyone is in this, you know, this, no one is immune to what is happening right now. And a lot of people are just lost. So whether they're just pushing forward with posts, you know, that they've had lined up for a long time, just because they don't know anything better to do, you know, or whether they are adapting, um, it's tough. It's tough for everyone. So it is kind of a two-way street on social media, um, as it always is, but now, of course, more than ever. Um, you know, it's not just about what brands are posting to their social media accounts, but it's, you know, how each platform is interpreting that information and allowing people to post certain things or share certain things. Uh, Facebook and Instagram were pulling ads uh, for the sale of masks. And I mean, that one was a big one and maybe one of the more obvious ones to start with. You know, it, it really, it eliminated a lot of 
confusion and a lot of fear-based advertising uh, that would otherwise, I think, distract people from reliable sources like uh, the CDC. And they were also cutting back on the spread of misinformation. I mean, really, most platforms now, Google, Instagram, uh, you know, I'm sure it's really everyone at this point, but uh, you'll notice on most sites now, and social media is no exception, that there's usually an extra button there, uh, you know, for information about COVID-19 and the virus. And, you know, it's it's linking you directly to those organizations like World Health Organization and CDC uh, to get that accurate information as opposed to getting caught up in this whirlwind of, you know, my cousin's friend said this and, you know, he was a medical student for one semester, so I trust him, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's been some some of the updates from like Facebook, Instagram. Um, Facebook, I was just reading, is is launching a new reaction button. So in addition to, you know, the like and the laughing face and the angry face, they're introducing a new, or testing at least, a new COVID-19 specific reaction emoji. Instagram stories has the stay home sticker that you can use uh, that sort of links together all of your friends and, and showing what they're doing staying home. One of the other things I noticed about just social media in general, and I guess a little bit more specific to Facebook and Instagram. If you think back to even, I don't know, a few months ago, even maybe two months ago, you know, there's the the huge concern over privacy and a lot of things came up after the last presidential election in the U.S., you know, about privacy and the way data is used to reach people um, and not to at all take away from the importance of privacy online and companies using your data or data in general in different ways should be safeguarded. Um, But you fast forward to where we are right now and that conversation hasn't disappeared, but it is very much quiet right now because everyone is seeing the value in these social media platforms that were kind of getting beat up you know, a couple months ago for certain things. There were the hearings in Congress and everything. Um, And now, you know, every single day, millions, billions of people really have no choice but to use these platforms in order to to keep communication with family and friends. And I'm finding that pretty interesting, kind of that shift, you know. And it's good to hear that the platforms are adjusting in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if that is a a silver lining, then, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, how does that sort of adjust the advertising side of it? Because, you know, it's not just about what people are posting or even what brands are posting, but, you know, brands have whole campaigns, you know, set three months, six months, a year in advance. And, you know, that in some ways is seems like a much harder thing to change as opposed to what are we just going to post tomorrow? Yeah. The advertising world has really been rocked by this. You know, again, it's something that no one has ever experienced and there was no contingency plan for what do we do if, you know, the entire world shuts down for an extended period of time. What we are noticing from many of the clients that we work with and I, we love that we're able to help them with this is, you know, how do we just 
kind of change the message because the needs that people have really aren't going away. You know, and if you think of like the medical industry, people may not be able to make it to their their regularly scheduled appointments. They may not be able to get, you know, the support that they would normally get, but they still have those needs. You know, we we work with a lot of people in the the hearing um, healthcare and, you know, if you have problems with your hearing, you're still going to need information. You're still going to seek out ways to get assistance. And the internet now more than ever is going to be one of the main ways you go about doing that. So for clients like that and clients in, you know, the service industry, if your appliance in your home, you know, breaks down, you're going to need that fixed. You can't live without running water. You can't live without a fridge or a heater. Um, And, you know, restaurants, many of them, and you alluded to this earlier, you know, are shifting to delivery or takeout options. And it's great. I mean, it's very, very difficult for a lot of companies to, you know, maintain the status quo. But a lot of people have quickly become very innovative in finding ways to still help, you know, their their communities overall. Um, and, and that's where a lot of the advertising has shifted, you know, rather than just your normal, I'll call it advertising and your campaigns that were running to do special promotions for events or whatever, you know, you've had to shift your business model and what better way to announce that to the world than through advertising and say, Hey, listen, you know, we're still here for you. Um, just in a different way. And we're seeing that a lot through the ads. Um, and another thing that has kind of impacted the ad space overall is Many industries really are crippled right now when you think of, you know, the hotel and the travel industries, and they are huge advertisers. Those are really big budgets that are put onto just about every platform, and there's really no reason for them to push too hard right now, which opens up space for everyone else to hop in. So if you're thinking, oh, I I really shouldn't be advertising right now because it doesn't make sense, it might actually be the opposite. It might make the most sense because for the dollar that you're willing to spend, you might be getting a greater return now than you would have ever been able to in the past. And once all this is settled and things are kind of back to normal, uh, you might not have this opportunity again, you know, to reach so many people with perhaps the same or a smaller budget than normal uh, because some advertisers have had to pull out, which has you know, created this opportunity for everyone else. Olivia, one of our salespeople, did a, a really nice article, a blog, on kind of how to address advertising in a crisis like we're in right now. And one of the main points is you know, jump ahead of lagging competition. So you, you really want to take advantage of what's happening right now. You know, if your competitors do have that mindset that, oh, you know, now I I really need to be buckling down and not advertising because it doesn't make sense, you know, that might not be the case. Scaling back may not really be what you want to do. Now, every situation is different. Um, And we'd love to hear if there's anyone out there that, you know, has their own story that they'd like to share. Perhaps we'll do a follow-up podcast Uh, once everything is settled, but we'd love to hear stories from others on, you know, how they've adjusted their advertising campaigns and plans 
uh, not just for right now, but really for the rest of the year. And then who knows, you know, how long uh, the impacts could go on for, because if you find ways to advertise now that work and you build that really strong bond with your audience because you're still here, um, maybe you adjust, you know, your, your motto and your strategy in terms of advertising overall long term, you know, and there are adjustments to be made. And one of those is for most people like you and I, you know, working from home. And it's not a new concept by any means, but it's certainly one that, you know, is, is the only option for a lot of people right now. Um, do you have any, any tips yourself, Christian, on, you know, working from home? Boy, do I. <laughs> no, it's cool. I mean, I would like to open up like a, um, open this up to like a whole blog or like something. I would love to see answers from like thousands of different people on how they're kind of doing this right now um, without any kind of commute or, you know, really not even leaving the house at all, especially in the mornings. It's it's kind of difficult sometimes to separate work from personal, <laughs> uh, you know, because you're always there. You know, my computer is always here now. It's always set up. And uh, just kind of not giving into that that urge to be like, oh, I wonder if that person emailed me back. Yeah, it it is hard to separate the two when you're in this type of situation, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, how are things on, on your end? Well, it's, it's been uh, pretty interesting. I used to have a nice little office in my house and then, uh, and, and why might that not be there anymore, Mike? Well, I had to turn that into a nursery. And then on, oh boy. <laughs> on Sunday, I filled that nursery with a baby. So it's been, you know, professionally, really you know a challenge going through everything um in terms of managing the changes that clients need to make and at re- reacting very quickly to requests coming in and every day you know plans and strategies are shifting um but then personally you know it's also been really kind of tough and and very worrisome with everything that's going on uh, i would like to take this opportunity to give a huge shout out to the healthcare community um, and everyone who is still out there, you know, working in, in essential roles, which includes everyone from, you know, the, the cleaning staff in, in the hospital to the doctors who are, are taking care of all of those who aren't well. Um, and everyone that is keeping us safe in the meantime, all of the people who are are driving around, you know, to get supplies and goods back and forth. And the people who are selling those supplies, you know, and still kind of putting themselves at risk, um, making sure that the rest of the world, to the best of its ability, can move on. You can find more information about this podcast, as well as other episodes at coolnerdsmarketing.com backslash podcast. You can also find more episodes on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and RSS.com. Thanks for listening.